Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills, in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. Here's Pastor Ryan. All of it. That's what they were willing to do. They didn't expect Judas to come out of nowhere and help speed up the plan. It's all in God's timing. All of it. Amen? Jesus said, no one takes my life, but I lay it down that I might take it again. Jesus is in full control. And so... This is interesting to me, hopefully to you. If not, it's just not. Passover was on Nisan, 14, the 14th day of Nisan, right? So it's the first month, Nisan, on the 14th day. During Jesus' time, Jewish historians say that during Jesus' time, the second temple period, that there was a celebration, there was a celebration of two Passovers. Let me explain. On the 14th, which is the original Exodus 12, we read it. God said on the 14th day, this first, first month, you celebrate the Passover, right? That's when they did it. So for the first temple during Solomon's time, even uh, during Ezra's time, they celebrate it on Nisan the 14th. On That's the Passover. But then later on, during Jesus' time, during the second temple, that the, the Jews had changed it to the following day, which is Nisan 15. You follow me? And they changed it because of Deuteronomy 16. You can read it, verses 1 through 6, which, which, which speaks of celebrating the Passover and unleavened bread, and they use that to justify why they changed the, the day to the following day. Why am I saying that to you? Well, in the Gospel of John, I'll have you turn there with me. Verse uh, chapter 18. Give me an amen once you are there. Beginning with verse 28. This is during Jesus' trial. Okay? This is what is said, it is said concerning the Passover. It says, Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas, that's the high priest, to the praetorium where the Romans were, the soldiers, and it was early morning. But they, that's the religious Jews, the high priests themselves, did not go into the praetorium lest they should be defiled, uh, but that they might eat the Passover. And so it says there that the very day Jesus was on trial and would be crucified, that day the Passover was taking place for the nation of Israel at that time. Two Passovers that were, being, that were, that were celebrated at that time. Nisan 14... That's the day that Jesus would, that we're talking about with Jesus. 
But then the following day when he's crucified, as a nation, the high priests, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they would celebrate, Israel would celebrate it the following day on the new Passover date that they came up with. And that's why John's Gospel says that uh, they didn't want to go into the Roman area where the guards were, lest they be defiled and not be able to eat the Passover. So, you clear on this? Are you sure? It is Wednesday. Another place in 19, just turn the page over, John 19. Verse 14, Jesus' trial still. We there? John 19, verse 14. Now it was the preparation day of the Passover and about the sixth hour, and he said to the Jews, Behold your king, but they cried out, Away with him, crucify him. Interesting. You read Mark's gospel, man, and uh, it says that the day of the Passover, when the lambs are killed, Jesus sent his disciples to prepare for the Passover. So now when you see it in both places, you know that historically there were how many Passovers that would be celebrated? Two. The OG one on Thursday, the 14th of Nisan, and then the one the nation and the high priest, everyone did the following day on the 15th, which was Friday. It's just symbolic because when Jesus, when Jesus was, uh, was the unblemished, sinless man of God, son of man, when he was being nailed to the cross, when he was dying, from nine in the morning until three in the afternoon. Those six hours. The hour of prayer and sacrifice is at nine in the morning. The temple opened, boom, right after he said, behold your king, and they yelled, crucified him, and they sent him out. Simultaneously, the, the, the temple doors were open and people were rushing in to get their lambs slaughtered. And they had from nine in the morning to three, to complete it. That's a lot of blood. Uh, Josephus, the Jewish historian, said that Caiaphas recorded the number of lambs killed. I think it was 256,000 lambs. And he sent that to Caesar in Rome to let him know that Jerusalem was a busy place. Jesus probably can hear the shofar being blown to celebrate and everyone coming in with their lambs. He would hear the praise of the Levites singing in the distance. And they were trying to do it quickly, remember? Trial at night. Why? So they can, oh, we're going to eat the Passover. Imagine the, eating the Passover with the, tail, with the veil torn and the earthquakes and crazy. The, the darkness over the land. They ate Passover lamb that night. Then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. There it is. Luke says the same thing. So again, Nisan 14. 
And he, that's Jesus, he sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare the Passover for us that we may eat. So they said to him, where do you want us to prepare? And he said to them, behold, when you have entered the city, a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house which he enters. Then you shall say to the master of the house, the teacher says to you, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large furnished upper room there make ready. So they went and found it just as he had said to them. Then they prepared the Passover. And so again, it's almost a repeat of, of Sunday's message as, you know, when, when he sent them uh, to get the donkey as he would ride into Jerusalem. You're going to see a colt tied that no one has ridden on. Unloose it and bring it to me. And if they say, what are you doing? Tell them the master has, the Lord has use of it and they will let you go. And that's exactly what happened. And here it's the same thing. Where do you want us to prepare the Passover? Go into the city near you. You're going to see a man carrying a pitcher of water. He will meet you. Follow him. He will go to a house. Then speak to the master of the house and tell him, where's the guest room? So that the master, so that the Lord can eat the Passover with his disciples. It's like, Lord, why? Why all of this divine instruction and direction? I think it's part of preparing the disciples' hearts. They're going to they're gonna bear witness to his arrest. They're going to flee. Their hearts are going to be troubled. And he's just, let me just let you do this little maze for me, a little divine appointment, so that you know that though you're going to see some crazy things, don't lose heart. Cheer up. Right? Cheer up. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome it. He's got power over everything. Listen to his divine instruction, no matter how crazy it sounds. He will bless your life. Lean not on your own understanding. I mean, they could have said, a man with a pitcher in the city. I mean, didn't everybody get their water from the well? A man with the pitcher of water. Okay, Lord. Yes. And then whatever house he goes to, talk to the master. Of the, I mean, it's just beautiful. It's simple, but not simple. It's divine. It's, it's holy and divine instruction that's powerful. If we obey his word, if we follow what he tells us to do, we get blessed. We get blessed. And then... They found it, just as he said, and the master gave them the upper room so that they can have their Passover. Eating the Passover is a huge deal. Eating together in Near East 
ancient culture was everything. You become one with someone that you break bread with. And this man was hospitable enough to say, you can use my house. God wants us to be hospitable in these last days. When we're together and we break bread, we become strong. We can confess our sins to one another. We can lean on each other. We can build each other up. We can share our hurts and our happiness and all that God is doing. We can share our faith with one another. We can share our hope with one another. We can share our love with one another. And we need that in these last days. Like the forefathers of our country said, if we don't hang together, we surely will hang alone from the gallows. We need to be hospitable. Don't give me this. My house isn't nice enough. I'm shy. God gave you a home. Who here doesn't have a kitchen table? A dining table? Anybody here don't have a dining table and you kids don't raise your hand? Anybody not have a dining room table? Let's not have Good Friday next year and not have had anybody from church over to our house. Invite somebody. Be hospitable. Break bread with them. Be one with them in the Lord. Verse 14. When the hour had come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. Then he said to them, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. So it's beautiful that Jesus longed to have this Passover with his disciples. And it's all about him. He's the Lamb of God. He says, I won't eat of it again until uh, it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And so in heaven, we are going to experience the celebration of Passover with the Lamb of God. Think about that. Think about that. And then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God Comes, same thing there, same thing there. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table, and truly the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And so here we have uh, the beautiful uh, new institution of communion, of the Lord's Supper. 
And when they when the Israelites would celebrate Passover, they did it with matzah bread, unleavened bread. And it was it 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 uh, signified purity, but also hastiness. We don't got time to leaven bread. We're we're taking off from Egypt. Have this unleavened bread. Have it with bitter herbs, and have the lamb. Put a belt around your waist. Just get ready to move and go. For the next day, you're going to be free. They were also to remove all the leaven from their home, which symbolizes sin in the Bible. Leaven, that leavens bread, leavens the whole lump, makes it rise. Paul says, don't you know a little leaven leavens the whole lump? A little bit of sin, it's just a little bit of sin. No, it destroys, it permeates your life. Get rid of it. Jesus said, cut off your hand. Pluck out your eye. Be serious about getting rid of sin. So even today, before the satyrs, they're, they're cleaning out their, their homes. They're, they're sweeping it. They're, in the old days, they'd use feathers to go across the floor to get any breadcrumbs. No leaven in their homes. It's a picture of sin. We see here that his betrayer is with them on the table. That's where the bitter herbs come in. The Christian life is sweet, but it's also bitter. Why is it bitter? Because as Christ suffered, we also are meant to suffer. We will suffer persecution from the world because we're no longer of the world. You and I are are from the Lord now. We are seated in the heavens already. We're from a different kingdom, the kingdom of our Lord. And our king has a right way of living. His laws are good and holy and righteous. He teaches us the right way of life and how to live. And we follow him and our lives are blessed. The Bible says that he teaches us how to profit, Isaiah says. He teaches us how to profit. We're taught by the Lord to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. And, and, and we shall not fulfill, we shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. When we were in the world, we did whatever our hearts and our minds imagined. But now, in Christ, we live rightly by His grace, by His power. And the world hates Him for it. The only reason why we're persecuted today and they're trying to teach our kids the most perverse and sick things today in the public schools. It's not because they hate us. It's because they hate Jesus. They hate your king and my king. We are just his representatives. You are his ambassador. If you're really down for the Lord, which I know that you are. So somebody has to not like you. I say that with a smile. It's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. Jesus said that the enemies, our enemies will will be those of our own household at times. They hated me. Know that if they hate you, know that they hated me first, he said. 
the bread, the cup. Turn with me to John 6, please. John 6. Verse 32. Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all that he has given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up in the last day. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. He is the bread that he broke. And if we believe in him, we shall never hunger. Or never thirst. And he speaks spiritually. And he took the bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to question among themselves which of them it was who would do this thing. And so the new covenant in his blood, the new covenant is by faith. The old covenants were all about doing, do this, do that, and you shall be saved. Now it's just have faith in Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, and you shall be saved. We're not saved by works. It's not do's and don'ts. It's just believe in him, and you and I will be saved by faith. That's the new covenant. It's no longer works. It's no longer sacrificing a lamb because the lamb of God gave his life for our sins. Amen? And he goes on, as you know, and he gives the disciples many lessons. These knuckleheads begin arguing about who's greatest. 
That's hope for all of us. Read on and look at the things that he shares with them. There's hope for all of us. Everything changed in our life because he went to the cross. Everything changed in our life because he rose on the third day. Father, we thank you for your word. May you bless it to our souls. And may you bless every person in here. We pray, Lord, if there's anybody here. Thank you for joining us today at Lasting Truth Radio. If you're in the area, come out and join us for Sunday services at 8.30 a.m. and at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We are located at 3035 West Nicollet Street in Banning, California. You can also find us on YouTube or Instagram. If you would like to donate to our program, please do so on our website at ccsweethills.org and hit the online giving tab. We hope you will continue to tune in as we journey through the entire Word of God with the teaching of Pastor Ryan Hussein at Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills. We don't.